Welcome back to our part two of our special blindsided kids edition. Um, as we talked about in part one, my brother had come up with the idea for a parody song um, about not having enough room on the Thanksgiving plate for his food. So before we get into part two, here it is. Enjoy. I'm eyeing some sprouts that I can't live without Thinking of food till it hurts This year I decide on plates an extra inch wide But still they're not big enough I wish I could find a spot for this roll But my plate is just so jam-packed Now the gravy has run all over my buns But I can't carry another bowl Another bowl I'm all out of room My plate is so damn full Think I was wrong For going the corn I'm all out of room This plate is a damn load Stuffing or squash How can I be so torn? What if I grab another big plate and balance it on my arm I'm grabbing more food it's a little bit rude could that really be chicken parm and what would you say if I grabbed a whole leg and stuffed it right in my face it's quite a buffet wish I had a big tray don't judge me cuz I need more space Need more space I'm all out of room My plate is so damn full I think I was wrong Skipping the beans I'm all out of room This plate is a damn load Potatoes or bread Can I stuff some in my jeans? Oh, where did I put my drink? Give me a minute to think Where did I put my drink? Did you pour it down the sink? I'm all out of room My plate is so damn full I think I screwed up No mac and cheese I'm all out of room this plate is a damn load, no room for desserts. They're all such a tease. I'm all out of room. My plate is so damn full, I think I messed up. Got no casserole hole, I'm all out of room. This plate is a damn load, salad and soup. And forget the fruit bowl, I'm all out of room. My plate is so damn full, I think I was wrong. Should have shored up the plate more, I'm all out of room. This plate is a damn load, it all fell apart. And my food is now on the floor. Why? It's all on the floor.
if they can't hear you all. Well, it's been a while since our Thanksgiving special episode. Uh, we're back here in the studio, Andy Rhodes Studio. Um, we're doing part two of uh, our special family edition of Blindsided. Uh, it's got Michael here, Evan. I got Zach. You. I got Bradley. What up? I got Daniel. Hello. I got Victoria. Hello. And I got Dakota, who... Go ahead, say it. Hi. Hi. Uh, who you may have heard on the podcast from now and then in some of my parody songs um, and some of my commercials, because oftentimes I would go up and I'd go, hey, Dakota, say this. And I wouldn't give her, no, I wouldn't give her any explanation, and she'd just say it for me. And, and then it, I still don't know what I what well, if I can, if I can find one of the commercials, I can play it for you later. Is there a way uh, to turn the volume down? I, I just uh, want to let you yeah. know that you forgot to mention now? that I've been on the podcast before. Yeah, d uh, Victoria was uh, drunk one day on the podcast when we were in Florida. Thank you. Is that better, Dakota? Uh, yeah. That's okay. Um, so we're gonna get started here. We're gonna ask some of the same questions I asked last guys. I, I came up with a, a game we've played before on the podcast that these guys can do. Um, but we'll start with. A question. Um, it, it, it's a very important question to us and a very deep question that we've asked before. And we spent a lot of time thinking about it. If you're in the middle of a field with an unlimited amount of four-year-olds coming at you, how many do you think you could take before they overcome you? You can tell us what some of your strategies would be to, to overcome them and, uh, uh, and, and why. Yeah, I'm going to jump in first because... Oh, really? Surprise, Not a surprise. surprise. <laughs> the entire time to defeat Rob because 50 is absolutely too many. What an incompoop. Absolutely. <laughs> As the, probably the only person here who's ever attempted a similar feat, it's, it's 12 to 15 max. It is 12 to 15 max. Uh, they, they come at you and they do not stop coming. They are relentless. They're scary. And Rob, I, I see you're in the room now. Absolute garbage answer. 50, impossible. Um, right. I have a clarifying question. Could I use a toddler as a weapon? That is a great question. Because <laughs> I will tell you, on our podcast, Barry said he could take about 100. And one of his strategies was he was going to take one of the four-year-olds and pick him up and spin yeah. him around to knock other four-year-olds down. Great question. Go. I think I could take a unlimited amount. I mean, until I get tired. So I'm thinking around the 150, 200 range, but I would just pick him up by his legs and just start spinning as fast as I can. And I feel like I could get to at least 100 for sure. That's the audacity a, of white men in America. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Victoria. Oh, I, okay. I, I completely agree with Michael. Um, I think that if they're if they're coming one by one, all you have to do is kick them in the head and they die, and then you can just move their bodies to the side and just keep going over and over and over and over That's again. That's not how being human works. What? <laughs> if you kick someone in the head, if you kick a four year old in the head long enough, they're they're going to be unconscious so and they're going to be dead. But, but it's dead. not like they're coming at you one by one. They come as a horde. Why? Is, is it a horde? There is no clarifying. It's question. a horde. It's a horde. It's, it's like a, a zombie same horde, thing. but it's four-year-olds. Same thing. They're four-year-olds. It's, it's fine. It's a four-year-old. They've never walked in a straight line in their whole it's life. Just, yeah, it's they're just still four. Also, four-year-olds for you are knee height, so I feel like you could definitely use that knee to yeah. your advantage. I'd say, I'd say one to 2,000. <laughs> Easy. Um, I, I'd like to jump in here and just say that I could take all of them because I'm a friend of the four-year-olds. I can. Um, I actually. Well, my mom will back me up. She calls me the Pied Piper of children. Children love me. Children want to attack nickname? me. So I win. 
What about you, Bradley? I feel like it's a classic attack and retreat strategy. You get a four-year-old, you, you, you swing them like Michael said, you hit 10, 20, and then you retreat, and you got more stamina than them at this point. So I feel like infinite, you know, as long as you don't fall asleep. Until that, until that time you fall asleep, so however many you can take in 24 hours without falling asleep, you can take that. I have a question. What about you, Daniel? Go ahead. Do you eat the children for sustenance? If you no. Say you, infinite. <laughs> you said infinite. That's why I said I put a 24-hour cap on, because as soon as you fall asleep, it's all over. See, go ahead, Daniel, because then I'll, I'll give you a little thought afterwards. Okay, I'm Daniel's like, the only reasonable white man in America. Listen listen to him actually give an, a real answer. Yeah, I'm going to go to zero, because I don't have the mental capacity to beat up a four-year-old. <laughs> I'm just going to go for zero. I can't look at their cute eyes That's and very little answer. What if they're not so cute? It Have you ever looked at a baby and Bruce like, look at my cute baby, and you're like, okay, man, like, that baby's ugly. ugly. Yes. <laughs> so many babies. They're still ugly. But Dale, what if they were me as a four-year-old? Like, you you are like the world's <laughs> ugliest dog with like all its teeth missing, but like its tongue hangs out. It's still cute. Daniel is taking the moral high ground per so usual. So then Daniel's like me. He, he Daniel. Doesn't, he doesn't kill the Daniel. four-year-olds. Daniel. Team up with the four-year-olds to conquer the rest of us. No, no. I Daniel just, just I just get them to follow me overtaken. around like little ducks, you know. Daniel, new question for you: If I would be if, drawn and quartered if by the four-year-old four Hitler came at you an infinite <laughs> amount of times, then what would you do? But even four-year-old Hitler was probably cute. Four-year-old Hitler was innocent. He was four, except for that mustache. Are you four? <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Um, I will say that the youngest of you hit on a good point. At some point, you're going to get tired. I don't think it's 24 hours of fending off four-year-olds. Right. Their stamina is not better than you once you've been... Once you're an adult, you realize a four-year, one four-year-old can wear you down but pretty four-year-olds quick. Are, four four-year-olds are quite slow. You as one no, no. four-year-old. Me at one tenth strength can take a four-year-old out in one hit. Four-year-olds are weak so and slow. You can take ten four-year-olds. Is there the audacity? No, I'm saying after a period, I get tired. Do I get a certain amount of money for each four-year-old that I kill? <laughs> no. <laughs> you get the well, you're strictly trying to survive. <laughs> so no money incentive. <laughs> no. Then zero. Yeah, Wasting my time. I don't want to hurt a so four-year-old. You'd rather die? Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one I did not ask them. What's a song that you really love that you're embarrassed to say you love? I'm not embarrassed. Only Girl by Rihanna is a fantastic song. So then you just so didn't the, yeah, answer the question. Did. That was just not the I'm, answer. I'm not embarrassed by any song well, that I that like. That is an answer. Here, I'll fix that. Evan, you're gonna have to give me a second. Daniel, I mean, I watched you all karaoke. My my guess is none of you are embarrassed by anything. Yeah, I do I'm listen so to Chelsea Cutler. I'll give you my answer was like I really like yacht rock. So like, you know, Air Supply, uh, Looking Glass, Brandy. Uh, Rupert Holmes, uh, Pina Colada song, all that stuff. I love that stuff. Some people would say that that doesn't fit my profile. I really like AJR, which people think is cringy. But I think who thinks AJR? Julia went to his concert, Dakota. I just told someone that I listened to AJR that I like AJR, and they were like, "That's weird," and I was like. We weird. Yeah, they can go. They can go crawl in a hole. Some of the songs are, but like, is Bobby. They make good songs. They have one good song. Oh my! They have more than one good song. Maybe two. Which two? Weak is good, and then there's the other one I can't think of the name. So it's bang, probably bang, bang. Now here we go. 
I burn the house that down. Song until oh, that's that's the second they got burn two. Burn the house is down. I'm this. ready. You that's don't three. Like World's smallest violin. That's four. I love World's smallest violin. I think this is a low shame group, and that was maybe a bad question <laughs> to ask. Us. Yeah. Like we'll say we like Juicy Juice Box and be proud about it. Juicy Juice Box could be my pregame song next season for baseball. <laughs> well, here here's a good one we can do. Each one of you, one at a time, can sing Juicy Juice Box, but sing it in a different musical style. So I will give Dakota country. Oh, okay. Can we get a, a little clip it of Juicy Juice Box? You don't have it memorized? You don't have every word I, that's on my yeah, I burned it from my memory. I will, that is I will edit it afterwards. Ashamed. So you are ashamed. Okay. Well, I don't no, think I Victoria to, should like, be able to participate in this segment. How do y'all... Like, I'm, uh, I'm getting into my country. Damn, damn, damn. We want a juice box, a juicy juice box. We want a juice box. Okay, that's it. You want more? A little bit more. We want to drink, drink. We want to have a sip. They're saying you rock, but I ain't having okay. it. Okay. I heard it all before. Tractor. I'm going to go to Zach, and I would like you to do it heavy metal style. We want juice box, a juicy juice box, not your everyday ordinary juice box. Lame. <laughs> you stopped early. Already out of breath. Uh, Bradley, why don't you do it in uh, jazz? I don't know how to sing jazz. <laughs> Daniel, you know jazz. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I... He does know jazz. Look at that face. I okay, know, scat. How about scat? Yeah, that's better for you, Dale. Scat. That's the one. <laughs> I want to give it to a juice box. A juicy, juicy, juice box. All right. There you go. There it is. Evan, you get rap. All right, can I have ad libs? Yeah, I got you. Yo, we want a juice box. A juicy juice box. Juicy. Not your everyday, ordinary juice box. Rare. Mama. (laughs) (laughs) Victoria, let's give you. Oh, I'm running out of musical style. Opera. Uh, thank you for saving me the last because I genuinely have purged this song from my brain. I needed the refresher status post. Lame. Drunk gate. Okay. Oh, let's bring that up. (laughs) <laughs> Did you see me slip that in? Wait, let me put earplugs in first. Yeah, everyone should. We need a juice box, a juicy juice box, not just an ordinary everyday juice box. Very good. Thank you. Let's hear it. Thank you. Yeah. I know a lot of you have been waiting for this question. I saw your eyes light up when I asked it before. Mm-hmm. Which cousin is most likely to go to prison and why? Mm-hmm. And you guys decide who goes first. I think Zach should go first as the winner of the last round. <laughs> I don't know why everyone's come at me. Um, I, don't, I don't think Zach would go to prison. So I have two answers. Um, one of them, Victoria, obviously. I agree. Assuming For what? some type of medical malpractice. <laughs> possibly, possibly a crazy girlfriend breakup situation. <laughs> Um, and then Michael, because I feel like if I told him to do anything, he would do it. And we've, we've discussed meth labs, trying, <laughs> trying, trying to get some type of income going for me. You know, I, I agree with Michael. I think that 
one day you're going to grow up and you're going to learn a really bad way to make a lot of money and you're going <laughs> to you're going to want to do it. After, after watching Breaking Bad, I have <laughs> sprouted some ideas, so Jesse, we need to cook. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and me, and, me and Zach have had some ser- quite serious talks about it. I don't think we're going to act upon anything, but they're definitely you in the back think? of my mind. Are you in charge of this relationship, Michael, or is Zach? I'm definitely the Heisenberg in the relationship. He's definitely the Jesse. Yeah. I would agree. Agree. Thanks, guys. So I would have to say probably, probably Victoria. Like, I feel like. You would like kind of maybe mess up a surgery, maybe get sued, go to prison for a little I'm bit. I'm not a surgeon. Well, maybe. Oh, mm. uh, well, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean no. you wouldn't find yourself in the operating room because you felt like you could That's do it, and they just wouldn't give you the chance. I feel like I feel like you maybe might put me in, coach. You've touched quite a nerve. Or or no. was it worth it, Victoria? <laughs> Are you um a bone doctor right now? Uh, no, we're really touching nerves here. <laughs> I'm really unwell, guys. Bradley, you could, what's your answer? You oh, could sell some my, medical my, parts my, on the black market. <laughs> Victoria, I only make fun of people I love, just so you know. Uh, so I must love you a lot. I don't return. I, like. <laughs> I would just like to let it be known that the other day I spun the wheel and it said, make fun of me, and my dad wouldn't. So I'm not sure what Daniel, how about you? Who do you think? Uh, so, can someone give me another vodka, please, after that? <laughs> oh, this is the best thing about our podcast in our basement. Adrian! Victoria needs a vodka drink! <laughs> She almost spit that out. Okay. Um, uh, For my answer, it's going to have to be uh, Bradley out of pure obliviousness to the law. (laughs) He's going to break a law, not even know it. The cops are going to be at his door asking for him. He's going to be like, why? No, the the law should part for me, you know? I'm going to have to disagree with you, Daniel. Uh, Bradley's a fastidious rule follower to an an annoying degree. Uh, He's kind of a know-it-all, too. So, No, no, no. uh, Oh, oh, are you... He'll are you oblivious or are you a know-it-all? He's going to get pulled over uh, and argue with the cop. No comment. No you comment. You know what, Daniel? He might get pulled over and argue with the cop. Because mm-hmm. the cop's obviously going to be wrong. And that is... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm on Daniel's side now, quickly convinced. What about you, Bradley? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Michael because of... You know, he has obviously all these these great role models in his life who are, telling him, or who are telling him how to follow the law, you know? Like Zach here. Thank you. You know, talking about meth labs, all that stuff. I think he's going to grow up to be a nice rule-following, you know, a good citizen overall. Well, was that sarcasm? That was sarcasm. I mean, okay, for those of you who can't, can't take sarcasm. sarcasm. Slash sarcasm. Speaking of meth, um, <laughs> since you guys are thinking of going into the uh, meth profession, what is in meth? Methamphetamine. <laughs> there are chemicals and protons, neutrons, atoms. You know, it's like the... The, and this sounds more the, like breaking sad. <laughs> I don't want to. Heisenberg criminalized. He might have known. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> oh, you guys <laughs> noticed Heisenberg. He did was you? literally. Yeah. And he's saying unwell. It was so funny. <laughs> I was a little intimidated. Uh, Heisenberg is unwell, and I'm not talking about Breaking Bad. <laughs> you you guys hit on it. He is unwell. Alrighty, next question. <laughs> I'm gonna assume no. So nobody really knows what's in meth. 
mess I, I would think Victoria might have the best shot at it based on her it's a der- education. He's not wrong. It's a derivative of amphetamine. So, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, like, That's why he's the cook. Like, she seems like quite the main ingredient. It is if you, if you're smoking meth, you're also gonna pop positive if you're on it. You take an Adderall too, so it's the kind of the same same bucket of oh wait, ball that's wax. I actually learned about it. Yeah, but I don't remember. It's amphetamine plus some meth. From the TV yeah. show, there yeah, was like amphetamine plus some phosphorus. unnatural substances because yeah, they the natural the, um, salt. They distill the stuff. Pseudonine. Pseudonym? Pseudonym. Pseudonym. Oh, Pseudofed. Did y'all not watch Breaking Bad? We can just shorten it to pseudo. This was a a question Mm. from one of our viewers at the window. I was only half joking about the extra vodka. Um, I'll take it. Although I think it's just a low number. What would you do for $10? I would do a sizable amount of crimes for $10. (laughs) If Zach told me. Can you you give me an example? Like, if Zach told me to just walk up to a random person on the street and punch them, I would probably do it, not for the $10, just because he told me to. That's a Zach? Are you sure you're the Heisenberg in this relationship? <laughs> he has great convincing power. Um, I, I would do anything, and I, I truly mean anything. Um, a, couple week, a couple weekends ago, I tried to eat a full tube of mayonnaise for $10. Failed. I've sucked my friend's toe for ten dollars. Um, sucked your friend's paws. He should meet our toe. friend Shimmy. The uh, the, fir- the the first week of what? You said sucked my friend's really long paws <laughs> toe. That is why. Yes, that's called podcasting, Victoria. Um, my first week of college, I drank concoctions of things at our dining hall for money to make friends. It, to make friends or make money? It neither. <laughs> but I mean, I, I I would truly do anything if it wasn't going to kill me or wasn't illegal. Would you give me twenty dollars for ten dollars? Uh, I'd have to ask my consultant about that one. Consultant? It's a no. Okay. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. But I, I mean, you give me something right now to do, I'll do it for ten dollars easily. Okay. Consultant system. Uh, I feel like I would have to take. Most food challenges, as long as it's like reasonable food for just any large amount of food into consideration for $10. And I feel like I got to follow in my dad's footsteps here, you know, the $20, ta- 20 tacos for uh, $5. Oh, a legendary. Oh. A legendary story. My yeah. idol. Oh. Can we get a little a guest action? He can come tell that story. He's a hero. <laughs> uh, I think we've told the story on the podcast. You want to come I think here? I have. Yes, because he was, I did not tell. Synopsis. Why don't you come, come over and, and just uh, elaborate on that story? Right My the hero, Uncle David, coming on to the podcast. Woo! You could be a hero, David. <laughs> We're going to need you to right the wrongs of the previous mistelling. I once ate 20 tacos for $5. Wow! <laughs> so, by the powers of math, you would have eaten 40 for 10. I, I could not. <laughs> I feel like the extrapolation works there, yes. Yeah. Daniel? Uh, there is not a lot I would do for $10. <laughs> to be honest, um, I, while I do not have a lot of shame, I... Value my time. You have a lot of self-respect. Would you kick a four-year-old for ten dollars? <laughs> I wouldn't take a four-year-old for my own survival, so the answer is no. <laughs> I feel like ten dollars is a close second. He just said he has a lot of self-respect. Like, He's not going back like on his four-year-old thing at this point. We already touched on that. 
Victoria. I'm, I'm going to be honest. There's uh, not a lot I would do for $10, but I did say I'd lick the floor of the ER last week for 100 So we upped those stakes a little, and I, uh, I'm i a little more game. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I I agree with Victoria. I wouldn't I wouldn't do a lot for ten. I would do a lot for more than ten though. Eleven. Like, what what does ten get me? Not even two times at Starbucks, but a hundred. That's right. a trip to the nail right. salon. It gets That's you like, a burrito if you don't add guacamole. It gets you. I don't like burritos. Three double cheeseburgers. It gets you two six pieces and a small fry. What does it fry. get me? That isn't. Food. Why are these all? Yes. Two biggie bags. Two biggie bags. Yeah. Also, I can go to my job and. Get no, a not two biggie bags. You gotta pay tax, baby. You gotta pay tax. All right, well, I have another question based on what we talked about. Um, this is something from my childhood, and I think a lot of my era did this. Did you ever just take stuff out of your pantry and out of your fridge and put it in a glass and mix it all together and be like, this is going to give me superpowers, or this is going to make me invincible? Or is that just a my era thing? Not once, not ever. It's no. never crossed my mind. Is that a just your era thing? Can we have some confirmation? I, I think he's in the wrong generation. Did, did I have never else, done that. Did anyone else here do that, Mom? No. She says no. David? Something similar. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, I think it's, it's just a YouTube thing. Yeah, no, that doesn't count. So it sounds like a household problem. So that's problem. like our Tide Pod challenge era stuff? <laughs> no, no, that's just a you. It's just your household. I mean, no, I've done similar. Not, not, does that surprise anyone? Not not the food, but I've, I've eaten things just to but try it. Did no, you no, think it would give no, you he, super he, he, he Were those things going to give you superpowers in your mind, though? I don't know. Probably at the time. So or no. Not, unless it was for money. So no. So no. Yeah. Don't try and defend him. Let Uncle Andy flounder out by himself. All right. Here's a question that... It's from a, a listener, not from me, but just a listener. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you're married and say you're an actor and you're on set and you're acting with, oh, I don't know, let's say Emma Stone, for example. <laughs> and she's like afterwards, she's like, hey, do you want to go out for a nightcap, quote unquote? Is that OK? I am a pro going out for a nightcap with Emma Stone. <laughs> um, can you discuss the situations of the marriage? Is it like a good marriage? Yes, but but you're, it's not like you're going to sneak around your partner's back. You're going to say, hey, Emma Stone asked me out for a nightcap. She's on my top five list. Does, does my partner care? I, I would be flattered that Emma Stone wanted to sleep with my partner. Yeah, I feel like... I would wait, probably go for wait, it. Wait, wait, no, this, this We is, all this is know a what the nightcap means. No, this is just Don't a nightcap. Don't even come for me. Wait, that's... Oh, wait, that changed oh, my okay. answer. I guess not all of us knew. <laughs> so I, actually, I still don't know. I That's actually so have a, an interesting story with that. Oh. Um, uh, does it involve Emma Stone? Uh, no. It's but less it, interesting now, okay. but go ahead. Um, <laughs> well, it relates. So when Brady broke up with Giselle, I had texted Abby, and I had told her that I would be breaking up with her and that I would like want to get with Brady. And, uh -huh. and she, she and, and oh. she said, and her response was, why can't we all just hang out together kind of thing. So I feel like if Emma Stone was an option for me, she would either come with me to the nightcap or it would be an, it would be a no. So it's either a, a two for a two for one or nothing. So a package I'm, I'm, deal. Yeah, I'm all sharing that on, on, uh, this nationwide yeah. podcast. Oh, don't That's worry. Fine. We're just going to bleep it out. <laughs> I'm all about inclusive yeah. factors. Oh, yeah. I got a little editing software. It just does that right away. Okay. Bradley? 
I'm gonna have to go with the solid no here. Uh, <laughs> His eyes sneakily dart okay. back and forth. <laughs> if Nadia's not in the room, what's your answer? It's gonna be a solid no. <laughs> He says, shaking his head in worry. <laughs> I was shaking my head up and down. Look, see? For a yes. Daniel? No. <laughs> uh, and Nadia's eyes are throwing daggers. No, it was a solid no. That's a no um, card. You sound suspicious. No, suspicious Guys, I promise I it's not suspicious. I'm saying no. I would put 20 bucks that Daniel's a no. Well, okay, Based on thing. his previous answers. Daniel can't for me. juggle two women. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so here's the thing. You're not juggling. She'd ask for a nightcap and I, like Evan would be like, oh, so like just a drink. <laughs> and then I get myself my into an uh, unfortunate situation where I'd have to reject Emma Stone. So that is high maybe jinx. more enticing of an offer to be able to reject Emma Stone. Yeah, I would, uh, Wrong answer. What? But I mean, it's not like you're leaving your significant other for Emma Stone. You're just having a nightcap, and then the next day you're going back to your significant other and saying, "Well, I wouldn't day. be spending the night. Say, I'm rejecting her and taking an Uber." You're rejecting you Emma have Stone. A list. You'd be too oblivious to the situation. You have a list of five people on your list that they are aware of, and you said this one just asked me for a nightcap. It doesn't matter if she's on my list. I'm committed to my significant other. So okay. Part of the list. Yeah, yeah. What? Why'd you, you make a list, list in the first place? Just in case. Oh. What? Wait, do people do people have a list usually? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uncle Andy, what's your list? Oh. <laughs> it Listen, definitely does not I'll tell include you. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. <laughs> <laughs> on my list. Scarlett Johansson. Yep. Um, there's a girl. Who's on the first season of White Lotus? I forget her name, but she has really nice eyes, so I like her. Sure, eyes. Alejandra Diodario. I couldn't remember her name. Thank you, David. David knew that really quick. Uh, My mother looks angry. Um, I don't know who four is, but five is always rotating based on what movie I'm working on. I'm not the expert, but I think that defeats the point of the list. (laughs) Dakota, what's your answer? Okay. I'm going to be honest here. I don't think Emma Stone's worth it. However, if the question is Florence Pugh, the answer is yes. I don't know who that is. Florence Pugh's number four. (laughs) I mean, like, Uh, you made that weird. It's Florence Pugh. So, like, I don't, I would. I would tell my partner, I'd say, nothing's happening, and it'd be true, but just to look at Florence Pugh in person for a while. <laughs> well, but you're already working on a movie together. So you'd be in the same boat as Daniel, is that you'd eventually reject? I think I, eventually I'd have to reject Florence Pugh, and then I could know that I did that, and that, That's would, what be, I'm saying. that would be a serve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Slay, Dakota. Slay. All right. Slay, queen. I got a game for you guys to play. Unfortunately, only the four main participants can play. So, Daniel, please GTFO my mic. I have a script. You're each going to play a part. Your part is named after yourself. Okay. Okay. So, I'm going to hand that out. Oh, Zach, this is very expensive Zach broke something once again. No, it's not. No, it's chilling. Is it chilling? Thank you, sir. Oh, thank you. Okay. I can't reach. I'm short. So the thing is, I don't want you to read the script in your own voice. 
I want you to come up with a voice to do it in. And if you want, I can read the uh, the scene in instructions for you. Yes, please. And then you guys can go into it. All right? Mandalay Bay, rooftop night. The guys, dressed to the nines, open the steel rooftop door and file out, file out onto the flat tar roof of the Mandalay Bay. Victoria is carrying a bottle of Patron. Wow, this really worked out well. I was going to say, it's a perfect character for me. And four hotel glasses. Bringing up the rear, Ev slides a wood block between the door and the frame so they aren't locked up here. The guys step out onto the dark, windy roof and take in the... that That's not what it is. The spanning panorama, the strip, the mountains, the countless stars. It's breathtaking. This is so great. I love you guys. Check it out. Dakota's already wasted. Victoria starts refilling everyone's glasses. We've only had two shots, man. <laughs> yeah, what happened, Dakota? You used to be able to drink all, all under the table. Dude, I'm a dad. I don't have time to get plastered anymore. It blows. <laughs> Am I a bad dad for saying that? What? Nuh uh. Because my dad was a bad dad. Mm. This is really true to life. That's true, Dakota, but you're different. We've talked about this before. Dakota... Dakota just stares at the guy. <laughs> Glassy-eyed. Beat. Have I showed you guys pictures of my kids yet? Yes. yes. <laughs> Little toast to Tracy, the coolest, kindest, most beautiful Who's woman. Tracy? Who's Tracy? That's your uh, fiancé. Fiancé. My fiancé? Dakota's. Okay. <laughs> the coolest, kindest, most beautiful woman I have ever met. I can't believe she'd let me come this weekend. Or that's Zach's fiancé. <laughs> Tracy's my fiancé? Yes. And it's also Dakota's fiancé? No. Okay, okay. Much less agreed to spend the rest of her life with me. I think both will prove to be massive errors of judgment on her part. The guys <laughs> chuckle. Here, here. Into being here with my best friends in this world. There's nowhere else I'd rather be. The guys raise their glasses. Clutched. That said, let's not get too decoded <laughs> tonight, okay? I'm getting married in 36 hours. Mm. Uh, everybody? We'll be good. No, uh, no. We'll be good. <laughs> I'm serious, dudes. Nothing above the neck. No piercings, no weird haircuts, no facial tattoos. I gotta look decent on Sunday. Jesus, what do you take us for? You... This is me, right? You shaved Ev's eyebrows off the night before graduation. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was hilarious. And remember when I blacked out at homecoming and you wrote on my face with permanent marker? That was awesome. What'd you write again? Respect, Respect me. me. They all laugh. Dakota throws his arm around Zach. Nostalgic. Ah, uh, good times, man. Good times. We'll be good tonight, Zach. Seriously, man. We're your friends. Yeah, we've totally grown up since then. Zach looks at them, highly dubious, then hoists his glass. Well then, to a night that we shall never forget! They clink glasses. Well done. Well done. And you all know what that's really from, I assume? I have no clue. Uh, is it from The Hangover? Ding, ding, ding. Good job. Okay, here's a good one we haven't talked about yet, and this is a very important issue. 
Ketchup or mustard, and why? Mustard is one of the most disgusting things on the planet, and to even compare it to ketchup, I think oh, is shame. just... I think it's just disrespectful to ketchup and all it's done for the for the world. And everyone else better say nothing. That's it. That's all that needs to be said. I oh. could not say it any better. But personally, I don't like ketchup very much. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Yeah, I said to leave it where it was. I don't like either. I like mustard more. Oh. Okay, kick her out. Okay. Daniel, so, take her mic. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you say you like mustard, you, you have to admit that ketchup's at least more versatile. It's done yes, so you much can more. Use ketchup on more. I agree with that. I actually it have, doesn't taste good. I actually have a wholesome story for the group. Oh, oh god. Oh no. Why oh god, Victoria? Zach, I'm quite excited to hear this whole thing. Daniel, I knew you would be. I think anytime you say the word wholesome, you maybe don't know what that word means. <laughs> You're gonna feel pretty shitty in a couple of seconds then. Don't so worry, I constantly when... feel shitty. <laughs> <laughs> so growing up um, at grandma's house, she always made super, super mushy spaghetti and ketchup uh, for feel, dinner. I feel more shitty. And, <laughs> and this year at college, I have been trying to save money. So most of my dinners consist of spaghetti and ketchup. And it's, it's very delicious. And it reminds me of grandma all the time. Aww. Aww. Uh, mm-hmm. Bouncing off that, I have a story that makes my, my mom sound like a princess. <laughs> <laughs> Does it involve ketchup? Of course it involves ketchup. Okay. And I know the story. We actually, it, you can tell it. We've told all these stories on the podcast. It's, uh, now we're living them in, in my realm, in my world. Yes. So, you know, my mom's telling me about the first time she met her soon-to-be husband's family. Uh, and you want to make a good impression. I know most of us here have, have gone to a significant other's family's house. It's very scary. You go for the first time. She had to travel, you know. It's a big deal. And she says, you know, what's for dinner? And they say spaghetti. She's like, great. Spaghetti's so easy. I'm definitely going to love the spaghetti that she makes. Spaghetti comes out. Spaghetti's on the table. Ketchup is on the table. My mom is looking left. She's looking right. She's looking up. She's looking down. (laughs) Just ketchup on the table. She says, oh, where's the spaghetti sauce? And like the princess she is. (laughs) Everyone's like, oh. You wanted something more than ketchup for your pasta? And she made a terrible impression. But look at her today. Still married. Also, father should have warned her. You know what, Dale, that's good. He should have warned her. He knew she was a princess. He, he had to know there was something other than ketchup for pasta, though. He didn't know. <laughs> We'll take the next question. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's it? Uh, no, I like mustard. I eat mustard sandwiches sometimes. You are, uh, but ketchup or mustard? Uh, ketchup. Auntie Jill ketchup needs to be hearing I mean, this. Isn't because... Aunt, no, Auntie Jill eats mustard and cheese sandwiches. That's, That's her thing. Wrong. That's her thing. All right. Let's get to the heart of the matter. Okay. <laughs> Who's your favorite aunt or uncle? And why is it Uncle Andy? <laughs> I was actually putting some thought into this. And I don't want to say my thought process because I don't want to hurt feelings. I can but, ask. <laughs> Are you however, tell us the, the end result, though? However, Before I was Before you start, I'm just going to say three words to you. Plants versus zombies. Aww. Go ahead. Now, give me your answer. <laughs> Uncle Andy does have plant versus zombies. I and he does, he does. I hope he this d- caught the gulp he just had. <laughs> there was an audible gulp in here. Good. <laughs> And I think Uncle Annie makes more jokes, but I think Uncle David has more, like, 
Every single joke Uncle David makes <laughs> just hits hard. And I think Uncle Andy has a few misses every now and again. <laughs> but I think I don't think Uncle David has ever missed on a joke, so I'm going to have to call it a tie. But how many... How, oh, <laughs> doesn't seem like a tie to me. But how many misses do you make if you never take a shot? I do think that Uncle Andy has the f- some of the funniest jokes I've heard. I just think that I think that Uncle David is the most consistent. And this is an example of Michael you, being easily influenced. You said that you, you didn't want to hurt anyone's aunt, feelings. Do you pick the best uncle, or do you pick the best aunt slash uncle? Because you've only gone over the uncles. I don't think aunt. I think aunts are pretty much a tie. He hates you guys. <laughs> no, I just want to say that he, age, he said he didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings, so yes. he decided to hurt. Everyone's feelings. <laughs> I, I called them both funny. You said, this one's funnier most of the time, but he's also not funny sometimes. Yeah, okay. This one's like kind of averagely funny, but not that funny. Zach, it's not fun if I don't speak my truth. Zach, what's your answer? You know, you can speak cl- clearly and plainly to the uncle who always defends you to your mom, but go ahead. No, no, okay, okay. So, no, so here's the deal. Uncle David... Great guy, right? But <laughs> oh. I I have been compared to Uncle Andy my whole entire life. And are you proud of that? Yes, I am. Okay. And I I see a lot of similarities, including during family football and a lot of things where I, I register with him. And the fact that we are against the world together. Victoria. If I say Victoria, Uncle Andy, do I get her? fun sound effects? <laughs> Yeah, I want fun side effects. Absolutely. Uncle Andy is my favorite uncle. My hurt? Oh, no, only Why by were my feelings not hurt. Because he was honest. No. Don't care? Say it again. There you uncle go. Andy <laughs> is my favorite uncle. Yeah, I want a sound. Uh, All right. For, for the sound, Wait, Uncle Andy is my favorite uncle. Wait, before you give your answer, <laughs> you can think about it. Ready? <laughs> oh, oh, oh! It's like going. <laughs> Right, what's You're really hard here. Uh, I'm going to have to make a really tough decision as I'm a small child lord and by sound. Remember, sounds. there's aunts, too. Uh, no, no. There's only one answer. I want the sound. It's Uncle Andy. Yeah! Daniel? I'd, I'd rather not. Get the yeah. sound, get the yeah, sound. Yeah, because we sound. know. Um, <laughs> I, need, I need another dose of dopamine. I like all of my aunts and uncles equally. Oh, my God. Boom. Ready? If I had a favorite, that would be doing the other ones disservices because they're all wonderful in their boo. own ways. Boo. Daniel's the Renato of this version of the podcast. Anyone, Evan. You were the wishy-washiest. Yeah. Listen, everyone obviously is equal, blah, 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 but it's about making a good podcast. You have to create yeah. some type of controversy. That's, right. That's, That's And like, you know what controversy leads to? Spin what you crying? The <laughs> wheel. I will, I will gladly spin the wheel. Bradley, if, if we all went around and said it's equal. That's not fun. That's literally what you um, did. Oh, we'll get to <laughs> I like it. Yeah, no, Loki is Michael. Uh, Jill needs Super to be let in. Key, though. I thought it was obvious. <laughs> She's coming in time just for the favorite answer. <laughs> I. Uh, can we get one more sound? Because that dopamine no, was I so, so think, sweet. Bradley has to go. I wish I had all my sounds on my you phone want, so I could play some of the commercials with Dakota in them. Shh. You would love them. I would love them. Well, I'm, I'm pro Dakota. Can I not? I don't get a sound because you're not my uncle. Right. But I'll give you a sound just for a correct answer. There's a correct answer? Mm. That's not you're, there is no correct answer. It's whatever you feel. You're my dad. 
So you you are that's the correct. Best technical <laughs> <uncle>. <laughs> no, that's good. That was good. I like that. No, I mean Has Evanator changed? Just keep in mind the question was asked to be funny. Bradley. Not to hurt someone's feelings. Well we we definitely you hurt are my dad's funny, feelings. Dad. You're you're consistently funny, Dad. He just <laughs> makes fun of me a lot. I so. Andrea's in the back I don't find those jokes funny. Cups. <laughs> well, I feel like, you know, we all come together on Thanksgiving every year. And I, I already, feel like I already hate the answer. It's going to be about turkey. Get to it point. is going to be about turkey. Yeah. Oh, I, need, I need turkey in my belly for Thanksgiving. I love, I love this answer. Go ahead. And the person who provides that turkey for me, who makes it every year, Uncle Kev. Baby. Yes. yes. That, you know what? Sorry, I, I closed out of it for a minute. That's also a correct answer. He was anticipating you to be wrong. <laughs> yeah, he was. Dakota, you got, a, you got an answer you want to fill in here? What? Do you have something you want to say? I already said my, my piece. You're, you my, you're my father, so. He's not your uncle. But, like, out of, out of the uncles, I choose him because he's my father. He's not an uncle. He, he's an uncle to the family. He, he is someone's uncle. He, yeah, yeah. He is a he uncle. He is a uncle. Our An uncle. So do we? Do we, do we <laughs> I mean, do we do this one? We do. We do this one. Why do I do this? Correct, Which one? Do you guys know who Fred Flintstone and Ann George Jetson are? No. Yes. No. All right, never mind. Wait, am I what about the, the Brady's one? and the Partridge family? No, no clue. Yeah, Jewish. No. Jewish. Wait. Uh, okay, am this I one. Old? Here's one. What is a weird physical you trait you have? Wait, does Daniel Bradley know can do those a weird thing yeah, with his lips. None of those. Do you know the Jetsons? <laughs> <laughs> do you know the Flintstones? I hate that. I hate it so Daniel much. Why do you hate this, Dakota? Go ahead, Bradley. Tell everybody Stop. what we're looking at. Stop. Um, so Stop. basically, what I'm doing right now is I'm feeling both of my lips out, and if I really wanted to, I could triple lip you. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Nadia just Bad. threw up in her mouth. <laughs> Uh, Nadia would like to go home early. Yeah. <laughs> is, is there any way we could make that face? She just swiped right or left, whichever one is the one you don't want. Left. Nadia, there's a reason she's staying in the same room as me. <laughs> yeah, no one wants to see this when they go to sleep at night. Correct. Uh, Nadia's, in the, Nadia's in the two-bedroom category, not just two beds, two-bedroom. <laughs> um, who else has a physical disformity they want to oh, talk about? Oh, I, I have... All kinds of Yeah, I'd love to hear them. Yeah, so, <laughs> well, first of all, my ankle, whenever I move it in circles, because my mom didn't take me to the hospital when it was clearly messed up, which we talked about before, um, now it makes a noise every time I move it. That's some trauma. One of you take over for a minute while I go, get something. <laughs> well, I go, you guys can keep, I get something. You guys can keep talking. Um, I, I'm, I don't know, I'm like... My body moves in all kinds of weird ways. I have hyperextension in my legs and my arms, so my arm like it does that where it like moves backwards. I can I can so put my wrist. Explain that for the the, the non visual listeners. Oh, so it like it like you know like a like a hundred and ten degree degrees. angle, mm-hmm. yeah. And then my my fingers, I can bend them back this, this so that they touch my so, wrist. So Dakota meets the what? criteria for a hyper uh, Wait, mobility. <laughs> Yes, so she can actually touch her finger to the back of her hand. <laughs> but it's your other finger. Um, and then my my toe is double jointed, so I can hold on. I'll show 
to the family. Wait, Dakota, I bet you can do the weird that thing. That is that disgusting. I can do. What can you do? The, uh, this is a weird thing. I've never, every time I say I can do this, everyone in the room is like, I can definitely do that. And I've never seen anyone be able to do it uh, except me. And Dakota might be able to. I sit on the floor with my butt flat on my ground and my legs straight out, and I can put the entire my entire foot on the floor. Oh, like like pointing it all the way down? Yeah. Yeah. She's the only one. I've never seen anyone else be able to do it. Let me try. Well, I'm, I can definitely do that. Everybody's yeah. leaving the studio yeah, now to try to. Thing. God, I would love to be ready. Yeah. Daniel cannot do it. Daniel well, cannot I'm do also, it. I'm also I a dancer, so that's that's part of. I'm not. That, but that's why it's weird. That that I, I can Bradley do cannot like do it. Um, Zach could not do it. But I, I took a self defense class once, and she said that yeah, your attacker like they basically bend your arm back like that, and it's supposed to make you fall to the ground. Like they they bend. But you just kept bending? <laughs> but I just kept bending. Yeah. She said only 5% of people could do that or something. Like, while explaining it, she was like, yeah, and this will work on, like, 95% of people. 5% of people, it won't. And then my partner was like, Dakota, why isn't it working? And I asked the instructor. She was like, let's make sure we're doing it right. She was like, yeah. It doesn't work on you. So, basically, I'm elite. I agree, you are elite. Thank yeah. you. I, I do have a story when everyone else is finished. We're, we're never going to be done, so you might as well just pop it was When I was about 9 or 10, I noticed a bump on my wrist, and I went into the doctor's. I was very worried about it. I thought I was maybe might have something, and I was very worried. I walked into the doctor's. They took a ton of scans, and I have now been diagnosed with, ganglion, with a ganglion cyst. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. I'm, I'm not, I, I, am a, I am a survivor. He is a cryosurgery survivor. <laughs> I also survived cryosurgery. No I, big deal. I hate to break it to you, but I've personally diagnosed like five ganglion cysts. <laughs> that is not too many. <laughs> and ever since then, you know, it's been one of my true friends. I can always rely on it to talk to, you know, what, it came back. whenever I need to vent. It goes away, comes back. I had one on my other yeah, wrist that went away. They don't really ever go away. Yeah. They keep taking them out. They, they said they want. I'll, I'll bring some lidocaine oh, and, a, and a needle next thing. Give me a little drain it for you. Also, I had my scoliosis test a few weeks back. <laughs> Join Excited the club. to hear. And everyone was just zipping in and out, zipping in and out. And I walk in there. I, I, do, I go down. I take off my shirt. And they tell me that do, my right scapula is right much, now. much larger than my left scapula. Show us. And she show says, us your scapulas. I would rather not. Show, show us your scapulas. Wrong, Evan, wrong you don't podcast, need to Victoria. show your scapula to the family. Uh, can I, <laughs> come on. What is a I personally diagnosed at least five people with scoliosis. <laughs> and so, so my scoliosis test turned it into, now I have to go to the doctor so they can check my scapulas. What are scapulas? It's the, the bone that sticks out for your shoulder. Oh. Apparently, the right one's, my right one's huge. Yeah. Well, that's that's weird of you, Evan. Because um, my things are, like, useful. Yours just sound like they harm you. My ganglion cyst has helped me more than you can ever imagine. So I have I have something wrong with me. And, and what, just one thing? <laughs> um, so I want everyone to do it with me. Put your finger out, your finger out like a finger gun, and then go like this. Right? See how when you guys when you do that, when your 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 finger that you're pointing out stays the way it is. On this one, I can't not hold it. <laughs> oh, okay, wait, wait, wait. On that on that vein, can, can okay. Wait, mine does that too, Zach. Bring. I bring, can't do that. Bring like, your pinky finger down without bringing your ring finger down. I actually shattered my pinky finger, so it's a tough topic for me. <laughs> we talked about my tough topics. Now it's your turn, Bucko. But I mean, Bra- mean Bradley could hold this, this with all of his power, it? and it it would not. Wait, wait. 
But Dude, this hand, I, I really can't. Daniel and I are, in fact, related. We have the same deformities on the same hands. I don't think that's how it works. I think that's genetics. It's. I went to medical school, okay? Mine wiggle a little bit, but they don't... What, like which one of my parents can do it? Come on, come on. I can't. So, so yeah. we oh, got I mean, one of your fingers. Each of us got one of your hands. What? Bradley? Are they not their parents? Mm-hmm. Where did the Bradley's, genetics come from? Bradley's so... <laughs> Mr. Oh, Mrs. Medical yeah. Expert. My dad has where did it come from? My, we got one of my dad's hands this. and one of my mom's hands. I am hands. moving the pinky, but not the like ring. Like story. I am! He can't do it. Oh, great. Ani Jill is here I before the drinking stories too. come out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think he was waiting for her. <laughs> Your hand's moving on this one. There it is, Michael. Media. There's that joke, the joke right. you were talking Dakota, about. Dakota, did you that, go through your list? So speaking of fingers, if you could be a finger, which finger would you be and why? A thumb. And why? Because it is the most versatile finger. It is what separates us from the animal kingdom. Thumb. You can't, like, uh, it's so hard to live without your thumb. Ooh. Medically. And as we know, you if a rabid dog comes at you, the thumb will save you. <laughs> That's what I've heard, yeah. <laughs> Anyone else? I wholeheartedly agree with Victoria. Entirely, absolutely, best answer possible. Uh, he's getting some brownie points. I was going to say thumb. I do research on the thumb. However, I don't want to yeah. be basic, so I'm going to go with the pinky. If you... I... I have never. Because he doesn't want to be basic. I've never Did had, you not hear his reasoning? I've never had a harder time than when I jammed my pinky really hard and my mom said I was going to be okay. And I tried to live life without my right pinky. I couldn't play Xbox. Couldn't play baseball. It was probably the worst thing in my life. And I think that pinky is just the underdog. And I would love to be the underdog in life. Could you play That's baseball or Xbox without your thumb? I probably could figure it out because I'm an underdog and I figure out that stuff. I do remember that was a sad time when you didn't have your uh, pinky, mm-hmm. Michael. My squad needed me, and you know, I did disappointed them. We did need you. Anyone else? Personally, <laughs> um, I think that I would be the ring finger because I think that it kind of just fits my personality. It's like dependable, but not too important. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm there. You're Dakota, it's, it's you're a really lame finger. You're I hate really to say important it. To me. Dakota, I could I could I think I would be a ring finger as well. I think we could both agree on this. You can like kind of drip yourself out with like different rings right, and different I like lo- outfits and stuff. That's all it has. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's all the finger has. Rings on any finger though. Yeah, that's all it has. It's called It's the called ring the ring finger, finger yeah. Bradley. For, for, for your wedding. For a, do you yeah, want to be known for one thing for the rest of your life? No, but like I feel like it like I'm very like Loving and like mm-hmm. maternal, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm I'm a very I'm maternal. Yeah, I'm a very like motherly <laughs> kind of person. Me like, too. Like, you know, <laughs> that you know, is why so why, why why is the ring finger maternal? Like, it's about relationships and like family. Mm-hmm. I didn't know we were looking that deep into it. You lost <laughs> me. You, you had Mike, me at dependable. Michael, Michael wants to be a me. chicken finger. If you didn't think that deep into it, you don't know me. This is like. The oh. moment that dad asked this question, it was on my brain. What finger would I be? Why would I be that finger? And I need to know this. I like characterizing things. It's like a BuzzFeed quiz. You wouldn't be the pinky finger. You would be the pointer finger. Oh, thank you. Like thank Dakota, you. I agree. That I was my second choice. You would be... Hmm. Why and why? 
I think you should just tell us which fingers we all are. Please no, do. I think I think the thumb does make sense for you. You're very resourceful. Thank you. Am I a toe? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You sure look like one. You're the big toe. You're the big toe, though. Oh, thank goodness. Yes. <laughs> you can't um, live without your big toe either. If you lose your big toe, you have to relearn how to walk. So that's a compliment. Bradley, you're a middle finger. Why am I a middle finger? Because you're annoying. <laughs> look at you. <laughs> but also because, like, actually, I was gonna say middle finger as my personal answer. <laughs> I feel like middle finger is the most versatile finger. You can do you can do a lot of different things with it. It's got the most like flick strength, so you know no, when you're, you're called annoying, annoying and you have to flick the bullshit. I'm just gonna Let agree. me elaborate. You're annoying, but no. <laughs> just leave. You're also like Dakota said, but you're, <laughs> you're very yourself, and like you're always outward about what you want and what you think, and I I appreciate that. Like you, you. Aww. We appreciate you, Bradley. So you're a middle finger. I feel like that's not what the middle finger is used for the most. Not not even close. (laughs) It's for speaking your mind. I feel like that is a bad description of the middle finger. Dakota, what kind of finger am I? Yeah, what is that? That's what I want to know. You're complicated. complicated Dakota, our relationship has just completely, it's been restored over the past couple of years. We're now best friends, I'd say. What do you, you mean? You did, it, did it break? How? What do you mean restored? Well, because he, he used to be for the first time. Zach, and now he's like Zach, you know? Oh, yeah. No, no of course. Oh, yeah, I understand. Not a single person understand what that means. No, Zach no, understands. No, only, only, only me and Dakota. And sure. that's why you're a ring finger, too. Mm-hmm. That's right, Dakota. Dakota, Thank can you. you explain why I'm a pointer <laughs> finger? Because you are no so <laughs> Evan. Thank you. <laughs> it's a vibe, not Michael. and you exude it. Yeah, I, I am like, honored because like, it's the best finger. You're you you switch up. And why did you but pick like, Pinky? Whenever you are the way you are, you are that way. You are so out about it. I'm that guy. Yeah, you're that. He guy. is him. I, I am thought he was Kimmy. just the way that Zach made him to be. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Seems like, uh, <laughs> Next question. Seems I would like just a, like to say, uh, like Daniel has something to say. Daniel I'm very happy say. that you tried to come up with positive things about all the fingers. You didn't have to do that, and we could have just left them all at the negative things. And it would have been much funnier, but it's I, much nicer to say the I positive things. I appreciate that about you. There are positive things, and that's why I'm a ring finger. <laughs> that's right, Dakota. You and me both. Both Mommies. Right? You used to be a thumb. You have though. literally said I'm every single one you, to all you of just the said fingers. Victoria's so did you say thumb, thumb with a negative connotation, and then you called Victoria no, a thumb. No, I'm a thumb, baby. That's exactly who I am. Right, guys. That was resourceful and not in a good way. Victoria is resourceful in a good way. I got a couple things for you. So, uh, as you may not know, we have sponsors, and so we've done a bunch of commercials in our past. Of and course. I'm going to play one for you here, and then get your thoughts on it, okay? Okay. okay. Um, I'm going to probably need to... Listen in on someone's headphones half and half, so I know when it's over. Do you want to listen half and half with me? You can take the whole thing. I think they like flip here. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Zach, flip one of your. You ever come home from happy hour only to find out it's your turn to put the kids to bed and suffer through this story time embarrassment? Okay, sweetie, it's time to go to sleep. Please read a story, Daddy. Oh, Daddy, Daddy had a long day, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Just one. This one. Very hungry caterpillar. A caterpillar. Huh? It's caterpillar. Oh. I thought oh. that's what Daddy said. Okay. A very hungry caterpillar. Caterpillar. I know. It's just that. Why did it make this font so blurry? A very hungry caterpillar. Daddy, are you having a stroke? <laughs> no, I'm fine. The very. 
hungry cat pillar. There. That's okay. I'll just look at the pictures. Well, don't be a disappointment to your kids anymore. From the makers of Spam Wow comes Tipsy Storytime Translator. Simply start the app, start reading the story into your smartphone, and voila! Tipsy Storytime Translator makes any necessary corrections. You'll be reading to your little ones like a preschool teacher in no time. Okay, sweeties, time to go to sleep. Please read a story, Daddy. Sure thing, princess. Let me get out my smartphone. <laughs> Tipsy Storytime Translator. Okay, here we go. The Very Hungry Caterpillar by Eric Carle. In the light of the moon, a little egg lay on a leaf. One Sunday morning, the warm sun came up and popped out of the egg came a tiny and very hungry caterpillar. He started to look for some food. On Monday, he ate through one apple. Daddy, I love you. You are the best reader ever. That now will include Tipsy Excuse Translator for free. Next time you come home late, let Tipsy Excuse Translator do the talking. Do you know what time it is? I didn't think you'd be up. Where on earth have you been? It's none of your business. I love you. <laughs> You're the best thing that's ever happened to me. You're beautiful. So download Tipsy Story Time Translator today. <laughs> well, what do you guys think about that? Beautiful. I have a couple of immediate always, thoughts, you know, obviously. Yes, I have a couple obviously. of immediate thoughts. Go ahead. What's your thought on the Tipsy Story Time Translator? First of all, who is coming home early enough from drinking that their kid is still awake to read a story to? Um, Do you not remember who have a problem? our childhood? If you don't remember your childhood, <laughs> kids ain't in bed really early. I don't care what time I came home. My kid was up. Uh, let me tell you something. My parents had a strict bedtime on us. I don't know what kind of floosy households the rest of you grew up in. <laughs> Go on. No, that, that's really that's really what I had to say. And then then the other question is, why is the kid still awake for story time, but mom's been asleep waiting for him? dad's job to do it he's the man all right okay you know what stereotypical gender roles really my thing i'm sorry i'll back off i got it really it is your thing yeah i love them would you would you guys buy it would you guys think a tipsy time story translator is a good idea i think I it's, a, think it's, a it's good definitely gift. a cart ad for me maybe I like, wish I like the pizzazz of the first rendition of caperniller yeah yeah honestly I, I think the remix was quite entertaining I think remix. I would enjoy it more if I got the hungry cabinibler yeah. more than the, the hungry caterpillar. I, I wish K Dog did that for me, girl. Do we need this sponsor's money? Yes. Oh, desperately. I love the app. It is great. I actually have it on my own phone. The commercial uh, was said by Joe Turner, so I'd buy it. Yes. Um, so I got one commercial here that I know Dakota was in. So I'm going to play it so she has some. Uh, idea of what she said when I've just ha had her blurt. Fantastic. Yes. I, I really was looking for uh, Real Men of Genius because we did one about Mr. Watches Everything on Netflix and Dakota saying, Mr. Watches Everything on Netflix, but I couldn't find Don't it. So hair. here we go. Don't touch my drumsticks. <laughs> oh, my bad. Not another family board game. Yeah, why are you so boring? From the microphone. It's not us. From yet. Parker Brothers. 
the makers of such great classic board games like Risk and Clue and Monopoly comes the latest hit board game, Blindsided the Board Game. Play as one of the blindsided guys, Scott, Barry, Joe, or Andrew. That's right. Play as one of the blindsided boys and get a special game piece. Pick Scott and you'll get a tent. Barry a gin glass. Andrew a black heart. <laughs> or Joe a saint's hat. Oh man, I got Barry. This sucks. That's right folks, blindsided the board game. Where you'll get to live the exciting life of one of the blindsided guys and see how exciting it is to be on a podcast. And you'll learn about the blindsided guys while you do it. Pick which situation finally gets Joe to lose his sainthood. Joe just ran over a dog. Joe just murdered someone. Joe just embezzled a million dollars from his company. Or Joe's been leading two lives. Trick question. Joe can do any of those things with no consequences. <laughs> oh, I landed on the Scott's base. That means I gotta go somewhere and do something and, you know, miss all that amazing, awesome, terrific fun. Name Barry's famous catchphrase. I love gin. I don't know anything about that. What? Or... Whoop, whoop. Oh, I landed on the Andrew space. Cool. That means I can just throw the board game in the air because I don't really like the way things are going. <laughs> oh, I got a MAGA card. I get to go ahead of everybody because I shouldn't have to wait ever. Act now and get a preloaded smell jar for free. <laughs> Open the smell jar. <laughs> That's right, folks. Blinds out of the game because we need even more ways to make money. <laughs> Are you interested in buying the blindsided board game? Sounds interesting to you young kids. Should it be something we add to Thanksgiving next year? I, I was interested. It's still going. Okay. Alright. I was confused what the objective of the game is. I, it doesn't matter to me the objective. I was interested until it told me it was educational and I would learn about <laughs> the blindsided guys. And that immediately turned me off. So I think maybe if you were to redo the commercial, you might want to tone that part out. Because I don't want to learn. I just want to have fun. Fair enough. Um, I would want the game just to smell the smell jar. <laughs> That's all. I just want to smell the smell jar. I always knew Dakota was a star, but hearing her spots in that commercial just really wowed me. I thought Dom killed it. Open the smell jar. Uh, you heard it here second, because you heard it first on the commercial. Zach. I'd buy it if I had money. Okay. Well, you can have $10 if you do any of the things we mentioned earlier. Like what? Uh, Eat a whole jar of 40 mayonnaise. tacos. Smell yeah. the smell jar. I'll spend whatever for $10. Eat a pile of dog He can't get the smell jar because he doesn't have the $10 yet. <laughs> a true paradox. <laughs> All right, folks. We are at an hour. Does anybody have any parting words? Well, let's you, do we another hour. The most embarrassing portion. Which one? Everyone's drunk stories. Oh, oh. does everybody want to? You, you are welcome. Now we'll start with Evan. <laughs> Evan, what's your most embarrassing story about getting drunk, and what was the alcohol? It was 10 p.m. on a weeknight. 
I had a few more hours of homework because I had procrastinated it, and I popped open a vanilla Coke, and I will never forget the look on my mom's face <laughs> when she realized that I was drinking vanilla Coke at 10 p.m. on a Tuesday. <laughs> so that was probably the worst I felt in my entire life, and, I'm, and I will never have... I hope I never go through that again. Zach. Thank you for being so brave and sharing that with us. It's It's been a tough few months for me, honestly. <laughs> it, it actually is quite funny with Michael because he has to start asking me and Julia to go pick him up vanilla Coke yeah. as if we're buying alcohol for him at the store <laughs> underage because they won't buy it for him K- anymore. Kate all pulls through. <laughs> How about you, Zach? Um, you know, I've never been drunk before, so I know. no stories. Oh. Um, is that only because your mom's staring down <laughs> no, she, into your she, eyes? No, the worst story I've had... Um, actually, fun story. The first time I ever drank, she made me pasta before because she knew that that was good to eat before you drank. Responsible of her yes. until you drink too much? No, I'm a responsible drinker, except for this one time. Um, <laughs> it was my first time ever drinking at school, um, and I took a milk carton like like the true no. moo, the true moo 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 struck milk it's yeah a right story. Mm-hmm. yeah so i love chocolate milk and i took yeah. i poured out half of it so half was chocolate milk and half was vanilla vodka and that's that, a lot of vodka that's an absolute no for me and it was it tasted delicious and that was the issue because it tasted like like cold hot chocolate and it was I was in my Tom Brady jersey, and I went out, and everyone was like, "Why are you holding a gallon of milk?" And I was like, "Just, just a try gallon? it." Gallon? Yeah, or like a whatever it's called, like the the skinnier gallons. I whatever thought we were talking about a carton. <laughs> oh my god! No, 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 like a full jug, like the plastic ones. That's a gallon. The full jug no, is no, a gallon. No, not the big one though. Right, the, that's the, half gallon. Okay, the half gallon. So, uh, how much of your vodka bottle was gone after pouring into that? Like most of it. So here's the deal. So, but the the issue was it was. I would, I would, I would drink. Your and mom then, is looking at you with such. She proud knows the eyes. story already. Um, Your mom looks a little unwell. I would drink it, and then people would be like, "What are you doing? Like Why are you Heisenberg drinking chocolate milk?" I'm karaoke. <laughs> and then everyone else would try it. So then I just kept going around and around and around. And the thing is, that people were like, "Are you good?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm Tom Brady. Like I can do whatever because I have my jersey on." Except uh, stay married to your wife if you're Tom Brady. Well, she was, she, she, was she was cheating on him. She was cheating on him. So, are you on her side now? It doesn't matter. So, if she cheats on him, then he should just accept that? Why, uh, if we could get into why we think Giselle was cheating on Brady. If you want to get into that, we can, because last time, think- last time I checked, any 45-year-old man is always still I working, think- and, and she, she just wanted him to retire and focus on the family, but any other 45-year-old man will be working. <laughs> all right, and, and that's and all the time about we the have. Goat. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say for the next hour. The Lord's name in vain right for, now. For the next hour podcast, we can break this one down. But, but Kurt, I could argue with you all day. So finish anyway, your milk story. I can't comment on the drinking because uh, <laughs> Because I'm you 18, never drank. But, You're only 18. Um, Theoretically. I would like to mention when I got my wisdom teeth out (laughs) and um you know i i had a ton of uh pain meds numbing and pain meds and stuff and i remember on the way home i kept trying to talk to my dad i was like and he was like i can't can't understand you and i was like he's like dakota you need to stop it's it's hurting you and then i got home and i really wanted soup and i had to eat before i could um take the pain meds um and it was starting to wear off and so 
<laughs> my mouth was still numb, and I started slurping up the soup, and I've been doing that for 10 minutes, and then my mom looks at me, she's like, Dakota, and I was like, what? I looked at and my whole entire shirt is just covered with broccoli cheddar soup, because I could not, I, I don't even know how much of it I actually got into my mouth, because- And no, and no one told it was you? That numb. No, no one told me. Everyone was there. Uh, uh, I actually have a story that uh, I've been waiting to confess for many years. Oh, no. <laughs> I told it a little bit last night. There's a reason I know. It's not actually a, a personal story. Frankly, there's been like one embarrassing drunk night of my life. It's it's my true superpower, and I hope some of these other cousins have inherited it. Yo, what? I <laughs> rarely get hungover. I just, it's a, it's a clear superpower for me. Um, but this is not the story. The story is, once I was 21... And allowed to drink. I had, <laughs> I had some people over to my dorm room that I lived in at 21. And uh, one of them, it was a couple of my friends and a guy I had been casually dating from the local fraternity. Go girlfriend. <laughs> and uh, we all, it was like, I don't know, probably like 7 p.m. on a week weekend probably so like not not very late so we are like oh let's start drinking right because we were 21 and <laughs> someone pulls out the fireball which i immediately determine is is not for me so at this point i'm incredibly sober it turns out that the guy that i was sort of dating was already blackout when we picked him up and, and none of us had noticed uh so he then begins ferociously vomiting fireball all over my dorm room rug and I spend the entire night uh, making sure he doesn't die and then sending him home and avoiding him like the plague for the rest of eternity on that campus. Uh, that's, that's not the point of the story, though. This, the point of the story is that eventually I was sobbing because I could not get that rug out of my dorm room underneath all of the dorm beds. And so finally I had some help and we took it to the cleaners and the, the guy did pay for, to get it cleaned. It was nice of him. Uh, and I never told anyone and then gave that rug to my brother when he went to college. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my formal confession. All right. Daniel, unless you and Bradley have a story, I can't think of any better way to end this episode. I'll say whatever story I have will not top that. So Okay, Bradley. I can make mine really quick, but okay, go. He's not. Uh, it's basically the reason I vowed never to drink at the age of fourteen or fifteen. Um, you know. Oh, it's someone else's story. It is someone else's story. <laughs> Good. Okay. So, you know, I was Victoria was at Missouri. Oh, you know. Let me tell it. Let me tell it. Let me tell it. So basically, Michael, this is also a warning to you to never, to never consume alcohol. Can we tell it together? Thank you, Brad. Well, this is my story. Let me tell the pre part of the story. Or just let Bradley. Or so you, yeah, I, I think just, Bradley no, got no, this because Bradley was asleep. It's six a.m. We're I was on a bus to Missouri has been UJ football game. My dad rolls up. He's like, "You want our breakfast beer?" I'm like, "Our breakfast beer? It is the yeastiest beer of, of in the world." Delirium tremens. So that's where we're at. Then we're at the pregame, and some people I've never met before pull out this crown, and we start chugging because you can't bring it in the stadium, and that's where Bradley comes in. So basically. These two people, Victoria doesn't know. She makes fast friends with them, and they're they're chugging it, right? They're chugging the, the thing. And I'm like, hmm. And don't forget and the bottles of champagne as okay, well. Bottles of champagne. So I'm observing this. Okay, whatever. 
We make our way into the stadium as a group. Victoria, being very friendly with this girl, she's like stumbling all over the place, and I'm just watching, walking with her. Oh, it's it's before noon. This was a noon game, it right? Before it's before noon. noon. You cannot drink all day if you do not start in the morning. And so she's she's walking all over the place. I'm I'm just like trailing behind, staying with Victoria because I was to be told clear, to stay there. It's not there. me, right? This it's this random girl, random girl, yeah. Who's, who I also could never look in the eyes ever again. And then I look away for one second, and when I look back, she's like tottering over, and she face plants into the concrete. <laughs> Like walkway around the stadium, no arms out, just flat face plant. She gets up, she's smiling, and she has her front teeth are chipped, like half of them gone, absolutely obliterated. They are nowhere to be found. And and me at 14, 15 years old, I'm standing there going. And this girl is like, I'm okay, right? I'm okay. And me, my friend. Bradley and her boyfriend are like, you're fine. You're fine. Because we got a whole game to go. The game has not even started yet. And we want to watch the game. Uh, The girl spent the rest of the game in the toilet and being escorted out by security. Uh, But Bradley, my friend and I all had a great time watching the game. It was a good game. It was a good game. But her teeth were... Yeah, she, she probably went to a dentist and very soon I, after. I could never look her in the eyes again, so I don't know if she got it fixed or not. I saw her several times after that, and I, I couldn't look at her. I was hoping she was too drunk to remember me. You want to call that? That's good parenting. <laughs> her dad says it's good parenting. You know, Bradley, that, that is an equivalent story. That's a really good story. All right. And on that, we're at the longest podcast we've ever done. Okay, we'll see you next week.